Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Peter Dowd of theirishguardian.com joining us on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Peter. And a beautiful sunny Wednesday it's afternoon, great, Patricia. How are it? you? It really is. I'm very well, thank you. It's great, and it's great to see life springing up again in the garden. It's, it really is. I love this time of year. It's just, it's uh, you've got so much hope that we're going to get a good summer as well. Okay, and lots I of people. And there's a lot. There's a lot can be done in the garden at this time of year. There is. It's kind of the real time for work you do now. Really pays off in terms of your planting and things of that. And I, I, I agree with you. Like. And I think I say probably say this every year, but I really do think there's a switch that goes off in each one of us. Like, I think we're that connected to the, the outside world that we want to get back out now. I think the same switch drives us in for the winter, if you like. But mm. I think we really want to get back out into the garden right now. OK, uh, I'm going to put two questions together here. Uh, one is from Elizabeth and one is from Roger. Elizabeth says, what can I put on tarmacadam for moss, please? And uh, Ted has a problem with a patio. I oh, sorry, Roger has a problem with the pa- his patio has been made very slippy over the winter because 
because of moss. Now, he is planning on power hosing it this week. Uh, it, it's like a greeny, slimy moss. He said, what can he put on it to prevent it once he's it all powered hosed off? I don't know if they're both similar questions or not. Yeah, well, no, they are. And I suppose the best thing to do in answer to the first question is power hose it, actually. That's probably the best thing to do on tarmac is to power hose it. Just be careful if there's any loose bits of tarmac that the hose isn't too severe. Um, so did, and, and with the question where he's removing it with the power hose and what to put it on to keep it off, you see, it, again, pardon the pun, but it's a perennial problem in this in this country, moss, because we live in a warm, damp climate. Um, and moss, of course, loves those conditions. So you'll never you'll never keep it off long term but moscow which is now moscow is an old established label if you like but moscow do a probiotic product which is a, an environmentally sound product it doesn't kill any moss or algae as such but it does work when when it's clean it does stop the re-emergence of moss it'll keep it i think it'll keep it clean for the guts of full season really i have used it before and it is a good product so that's not the normal moscow but moscow probiotic Okay, okay. That, that is worth putting on when it's clean. Now, in terms of the tarmac, ideally, as I say, power hose it or, or get it off that way. The, the, there are then, there are some organic products out there which are very effective, but I, I know I've used them, but I, I can't swear that I have the name right. The Algon, I'm fairly sure Algon is uh, an Irish one and that is environmentally sound and organic. And if I'm right, so in other words, if you go and look and if that is the one, I have used it and it is very, very effective. Now, you will then have to kind of brush or clean the moss when it's dead, but it comes off much, much easier when it's dead. And Roger is right. A patio can get very slippy. Oh, from from a safety point of view, you do have to be very careful. It's not moss, of course, it's causing the slipping. It's it's a, it's a different, we, we kind of class them all under the same umbrella, but it's an algae that, that's slippery when wet. But yeah, I mean, they can be you can lethal. So mm. You do have to, to pay attention to it. Someone is saying moss on tarmac, throw washing powder on it, it kills the moss. Mightn't be good for the garden. Yeah. Though. You see, this is it. I'm not sure how I've heard this said a lot and I, I've seen YouTube videos showing it. But the only reason I don't suggest it as an answer is because I'm not sure how environmentally sound it is. I don't know how damaging and washing powders are. They might be fine. I'm not saying they're not. I just don't know. Um, but I would. my gut would tell me that they can't be that that, that good for, for local wildlife. I know salt, which we use for de-icing, works as well. But again, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily rushing to suggest it is because the solution of salt with, with the water will rush off, will run off somewhere it may, and it may end up damaging plants. Yeah, and should we, the listener last week whose overzealous husband was out uh, de-icing the driveway and burnt all the, the grass on the side? That's right. And he exactly he was de-icing the driveway. And, and because it was very salty, you need to be careful where you're putting the salt that if it is going to flow into the lawn or into your flower beds, it's not going to be selective. It's going to kill anything that it comes in contact with. OK. Hi, uh, Peter. I cut down two palm trees. I'm just wondering what I can put on the stumps to prevent regrowth. Well, if they're, you see, palm tree, the term palm trees kind of covers a multitude, if you like. So for some people, and I'm guessing that that's what's meant in this case, it refers to conifers, like your your palm Sunday conifers, uh, like Leyland palms or something like that. But also we use palm, t- palm trees to describe, you know, the, the exotic palms, if you like, Trish, like your cordylines and tracheocarpus and those very spiky leafed plants. Um, I'm going to presume in this instance that it's the conifers that we're talking about, in which case there's nothing you need to put on them. Once you've cut them down like that, they're not going to regenerate. They, 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 they'll die off. Um, and don't be in a mad rush to put any chemicals onto the stumps because nothing is going to work. They don't need to be killed. They're, they're, they're dead or they're dying. Um, and they're not. nothing is going to magically cause them to decompose overnight so you'll be wasting your money and probably damaging your local environment by putting a a chemical on it to try and do that just let them die off naturally you could get a tree surgeon in with a stump grinder 
you know, there's an expense with that, but it does mean that instead of having the stumps, you're, you're back to soil. Uh, or perhaps, uh, depending on where they are, maybe maybe a digger or a mini digger might get them out. Might might be practical. I don't know, obviously, where they are. Mm. But don't, I wouldn't be in a rush to put any chemical on it. That's it's not necessary. Okay, Michelle has sent in a photograph, but I have I haven't been able to send it on to you because you're on the same phone line at the moment. But I can describe <laughs> it to you. Could you show Peter this picture, please? It's a camellia shrub but it's covered badly in black mould-like stuff. And she sent in a picture of the leaves have exactly what she's described. It's a black mould. Well, with, without seeing the photograph, I can tell you exactly what it is. And I know we're going to get this call a lot over the next month or two because it's the time of year for it. It's a, it's a very aptly or very descriptively termed sooty mould. So it looks, to all intents and purposes, like the, the, the camellia is covered in a bag of soot, if you like. It also happens to hollies, maybe bay leaf, some laurel plants, things like that. And what it is, is a, there's a, it's a scale insect which overwinters in the plant. And it, 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 as it's, it's hatching, it's, or as it's laying its eggs, if you like, it, it secretes this honeydew substance, uh, which is very sticky. And that sticks to the leaves. And what happens then is... Um, the, the black fungal spores of this mold end up, they're in the wind and they end up sticking on this this secretion uh, and it, it, you end up with the, it colonizes and it ends up resulting in the, the plant looks like it's covered in soot. So you need a two-pronged approach. You need to remove the scale insect. Um, and I'm fairly sure one of the grazers products, which is the, 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 the environmentally sound ones, which are, are just based on calcium, uh, I'm fairly sure there's one of them that works for scale insect. If not, there is, you could look for something like... Um, Oh, I think it's pyrethrum, which is, uh, again, to the best of my knowledge, an organic insecticide. Still quite harmful, even though it's organic, but be careful. Use it under under caution, if you like. But that will take care of the scale insect. Um, and then if you, you drench the plant then to take care of the black fungus uh, with something like copper sulfate mixed with water. Um, now, that will solve your problem. However, you will still be left with the black leaves that are already there. They won't magically clean themselves. But once you've treated the scale insect and once you've treated the fungal infection, it, it'll wash off in time. But in time could be six or 12 months, but it will wash off. But if you wanted to, you could just go out with some sudsy water and wash it off at that stage. OK, question for Peter, please. What would he put into a holly box hedge planted around a bio unit to disguise the area? The hedge makes a wall around the unit cover. I'm looking for something with a bit of height. Does that make sense? Oh, I kind of think what they mean is they've put 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 a hedge like in a square or rectangle kind of around it uh, and what to plant in that square. It's kind of impossible to answer that really over the ra- on the radio, Trish, without seeing the garden itself and without seeing the whole thing. But you could, if I'm right, and if it's just a square that you want to plant, you could just look at putting in maybe uh, filling it with something like lavender, which would give a small bit of height and it would certainly have a nicer smell. And um uh, it, it would look quite classic but the, the, the reason I'm slow to answer is without looking at the rest of your garden is sometimes if you're trying to obscure something as in this case you can actually draw more attention to the fact that you're trying to obscure it if like for example if there was nothing else in the garden just a white patch of lawn and then this square of a hedge with lavender behind it it would kind of look like that's a bit odd isn't it you know yeah. so you need to look at the garden as a whole to, to kind of get it right you know Um but you could try planting just a, a blast of lavender in there, or even if you wanted, if, if this wouldn't be too high, just a, a blast of hydrangeas or something like that in there to give you a good bit of height. Um, but as I say, it's hard to say without seeing the whole garden. OK, uh, Shane says, uh, hi, I've just moved into a new build. What's the best plan of action for the grass out the back? Seeds were put down for us, but it's very patchy and it looks a little bit like a bog. Anything we can do to get that porky creve style grass? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the, he says the, he's the, ever the parky, hopeful. <laughs> the, the, he is, isn't he? The Parky Keeve style grass doesn't um, doesn't happen overnight or without a small degree of work, I'm afraid. Um, if what you could do, see, again, I don't know the grass, I don't know the lawn, but if it's a new house and a new build, very often that you have the problem of soil compaction in the garden which is where you know your jcbs and diggers and everything have been driving up and down the site so you can imagine the soil underneath gets very compacted and that leads to a pan underneath the soil and very very poor drainage obviously enough because the, the the structure of the soil has been decimated um which leads to, to bogging and flooding so you can kind of counteract that to a degree um by 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 but it means starting again it means you know lifting that soil and digging it and working in good organic matter into the soil so like homemade compost any organic matter farmyard manure anything like that now you don't need something that rich obviously for grass but i'm talking just to improve the structure of the soil you could do that um or and mixing in grit of course to keep it good and open if you don't want to go to that amount of work um I suspect with the patchiness, you could just go over. There are products on the market that have a, a seed and feed in them so that you're, you're kind of overseeding. And now before you do that, you just have to give it a good rake to, to break the soil surface to create a tilt for the seed. And then go over it with one of these products, which have the seed and feed in it, or even just seed on its own during March. Uh, and that will green it up. But if the underlying problem remains, in other words, if it is compacted soil and it is prone to, to getting boggy or flooding, it's it's never going to be anywhere near Parky Keeve style, I'm afraid. So you might have to bite the bullet at one point at some point. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with it. And uh hi uh Peter, is it okay to set dahlias now? A bit early, I would say to you yet. Uh dahlias and that, you could start them off in pots. I would always suggest starting them off in pots, pots filled with compost. But I'd say you're about a month too early. It's still a bit too cold. Uh if you have a glass house, you could. Um, but I don't really do mine until kind of middle of March onwards. OK, what, what would Peter suggest for a section of the lawn that has a lot of moss on it? There's no sun getting into this area because the next door neighbours put in a rather large hedge. So it's obviously <laughs> shade. We don't want to fall out with the neighbours either. OK, shaded area. Obviously. Yeah. Um, your best bet is to get out with a scarifier there, in fact. Uh, and unfortunately, like I said at the start there, when we were talking about moss on hard surfaces, it is going to be a problem. It's 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 shaded, uh, it's warm and it's damp this climate. So moss is going to constantly be a problem. And the best the best cure for moss, if you like, is healthy grass. It's not it's not keeping putting on more chemicals. It's a good healthy grass area. So if you scarify it now, which is like a mechanical rake, which will kind of physically remove a lot of the moss and thatch, which thatches a buildup of kind of dead and dying tissue at the soil level which creates the ideal conditions for moss so if you can remove a lot of that thatch and the existing moss by scarifying it and then maybe treat it with something like your lawn gold or any of these alkaline um, lawn treatment products because that makes the soil alkaline or limey which moss doesn't like and moss can't tolerate so that would be the best thing and if you can keep you see the, the grass of course will grow in alkaline conditions so by creating the right conditions for grass to grow you're preventing moss getting a hold in it. So in the first instance, scarify it and remove it and then treat it with, with as I say, something like the lawn gold or any of those alkaline-based lawn, lawn or alkaline-affecting uh, um, lawn products. OK, and thank you to Jackie who's just sent in a gorgeous photograph with the caption, Happy Tuesday. Obviously, it's in her garden and it's a burst of colour. It's They look like little crocuses. Uh, it is crocuses. And she said, it's from my late dad's garden. It's truly spring when these pop up every year and there's little primroses around them. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and to have come from your late dad's garden, it's just a reminder every year of Jackie's dad. That really is lovely. Thank you for that, Jackie. Peter, thank you. Have you a busy week? 
uh, pretty busy now, as you say, springtime. So it's pretty busy. We're in the middle of getting seed potatoes. So anybody who's ordered seed potatoes off us during the winter, we're, we're in the middle of packing them and dispatching them as we speak. So they'll be on the way over the next couple of weeks. And uh, as you know, I started doing uh, garden consultations, Trish, online through 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 um, Zoom. Uh, so we're pretty busy with that now as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's and people can, access, time of the year. people can access that through the irishgardener.com or on Facebook. They can, of course. Okay. Listen, yeah, good luck with that. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks a million. Bye-bye. That is uh, Peter Dowdell, theirishgardener.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.